0: Hello and welcome to the Quietly Visible podcast. I'm your host, Carol Stewart, founder of Abounding Solutions and author of Quietly Visible, leading with influence and impact as an introverted woman. This is the podcast for introverted women who want to thrive as leaders and in life. And today's topic is, are you procrastinating and self-sabotaging your success because of fear? Now as we come to the end of the year, and this will be the last podcast for 2021, a lot of people will be reflecting on their year, their achievements, what they've achieved, what they've not achieved and why. And oftentimes I see people who haven't achieved what they wanted to achieve because of procrastination. And many people mistakenly believe that people who procrastinate are lazy or lack motivation. And whilst this may apply to some people who procrastinate, it doesn't apply to all. I regularly work with successful senior leaders who are ambitious high achievers, but are not achieving their full potential because they self-sabotage by way of procrastination. They're hard on themselves, they underestimate their achievements, and they often experience imposter syndrome. But they haven't yet made the connection between self-sabotaging their goals by procrastinating and the underlying reason for doing so. And what underpins procrastination for them is fear. And most often this is a fear of failure, fear of not being able to live up to expectations, or a fear of rejection. And for many of them, their academic and career achievements demonstrate that they don't lack motivation and that they're most certainly not lazy. But they are torn between this desire to succeed, to make an impact and a difference and the fear that engulfs them. And some of the common scenarios that are presented to me time and time again include um not doing the things that will enable will enable them to perform at their best in meetings or in other situations. And so um as we know for many introverted leaders, speaking up and being heard in meetings can be challenging. And this is because of the way that most meetings are conducted. And with all the being put on the spot to give a quick response and not having that thinking and reflection time that enables them to process their thoughts can create an anxiety and worry about performing in meetings and when they feel like this they often don't speak up as they would like to or when they do speak up they're not speaking up in their power as we call it, as I call it in that they are often, coming across as, or or lacking that presence, or they're coming across as um, lacking confidence, or they're coming across as apologetic. And this is um, then creating a, as I've said, anxiety, um, and affects their confidence, and they start to doubt themselves as well. But some of these challenges can be counteracted by preparing mentally and emotionally in advance so that you go into the meetings feeling that you're optimal rather than stressed. But what often what I often see is that leaders who know they need to do this work on themselves, um, they may even allocate time in their calendar before meetings to do it, but then they procrastinate by getting caught up being busy with other things. So they, they know that if they want to be at their best in the meetings, they have to do the preparation in advance, they put it in their calendar, but then something comes up that keeps them busy from doing what it is that they need to do. And this is like a, a delay tactic without them even realising. And um, when we sort of dig deeper, underlying this is a fear of rejection. Uh, and the fear that they will go into the meeting or whatever situation it is, they'll confidently put their views forward um, only to have them shot down. So rather than putting themselves through this without even realizing they procrastinate and they end up self-sabotaging. Consequences of doing this means that they're frustrated, they're not having that presence when they're in the meetings and they're not commanding the room and they're not making the impact that they would like to make and the difference that they would like to make. And this in turn affects their self-confidence. And I see this time and time again. Um and if you if this is if this is you and you know that meetings are not your best place or because of how your meetings that you attend are conducted, they don't allow you that thinking and Reflection time where you can process your thoughts before you give a response, and you're not doing the preparation in advance. What's the reason for that? That's my challenge to you. What's the reason for that? You know that to be at your best, you have to do certain things. So, in order to perform at your best, what's the reason for not doing that? What's the reason for not putting yourself in the best position to? be at your best, unless there's something else underlying that is affecting you. Um, And with my clients, invariably, there's no substance to their fears. Um, And they often stem from early life experiences where they've either been made to feel that they're not good enough, or um, they have been put on a pedestal, and they feel that they can't live up to expectations. And this is carried through into adulthood without them even realising that that is where it started from or that was what um, is at the root of it. But by getting them to rationalise their thoughts and beliefs um, and look at how their way of thinking and how that behaviour isn't helping them, it helps them to put their situation into perspective. And by knowing that they're prone to self-sabotage in this way, and by making it a a deliberate, intentional practice to do the work on themselves consistently, prior to meetings, they learn to manage those negative emotions um, and they go in there feeling a lot more confident and better prepared. And I, you've probably heard me say this before. It's it's a bit like brushing your teeth. Every, every morning and every evening, hopefully, you brush your teeth. And you do that without thinking because it's become so ingrained in you that you need to brush your teeth in order to maintain oral health. But yet when it comes to these things, and you've heard me mention this before, where, which help to... Um, maintain our thought life, a healthy thought life, we don't do those things. And that's because we're not accustomed to doing it, or many of us aren't accustomed to doing it. But by creating those habits whereby you are regularly checking your thought life, because, as I've said before, just because you think it, it doesn't mean that you have to believe it. And so, by, by doing this and managing their emotions, they confidently go into those situations with presence and a confidence, an air of confidence, and they hold their own. And so that means that if they do get shot down, that they're confident to hold their own and stand up to them. Not being consistent in the activities that will help you achieve your goals because of the fear that you won't live up to expectations is another scenario that I see. Um, And in this sort of situation, they are hard on themselves and they play down their achievements. Even though they may have excelled, they don't see their achievements as anything special. So to other people, they might be like, wow, gosh, she's achieved this or she's achieved that. But To them, it's, well, they're just doing, you know, their their job or they're just doing what you do. And they don't see themselves as being as good as their peers. And they believe that they won't live up to other people's expectations of them. And with a tendency for perfectionism, they've got unrealistic expectations of themselves. And they beat themselves up when they don't achieve them. But despite this, they achieved what is a pride of their roles. But they put a lot of pressure on themselves and it's quite stressful. And they know that to achieve their full potential, there are certain things they need to do consistently to create new helpful habits. So, for example, they know that when they're tired, they're more likely to experience imposter syndrome and that negative self-talk or a lack of self-confidence or other self-limiting beliefs or they know when they get sufficient sleep at night and start the day with a clear head or meditation and exercise that they are optimal. But instead they procrastinate, stay up late watching the latest Netflix series or other distraction, then they don't get enough sleep and they feel tired in the morning. And then because they're tired, They don't get up as early as they'd like to, and so they don't have the time to do those things that set them up to be their best possible selves. And then, because they're not at their best, the negative chit-chat goes on in their mind, telling them that they're not good enough. So by raising their tolerance levels and not being so hard on themselves, they don't set themselves unrealistic expectations. Um, Self-acceptance enables them to believe that they are good enough and acknowledge their achievements. Another scenario is where they stay too long in a comfort zone because they're afraid afraid of stepping out and failing. And so the environment that they're in may be toxic, it may be dissatisfying, but they tell themselves, well, better the devil you know. And the devil that you don't know, and they procrastinate about doing anything to find a more satisfying role, because staying in the comfort zone trumps the fear of failure of stepping out and doing something different. And they know what they need to do or what they want to do, and what is needed to achieve it. And they recognize that there isn't scope to do what they really want to do in their current role or in their current organization. And they may also feel guilty about leaving because it's such a nice place to work and the people are nice and their employee has been good to them. And the thought of stepping out into the unknown can lead us to believe that we will fail. And when we over-focus on failing, this can instill fear. By addressing those fears and putting the situation into perspective, It can help you to rationalise the situation and give you the confidence to know what it is that you want to do. And so if you find yourself in a comfort zone, take steps out of it. Because being in a comfort zone, you may think that, oh, you know, you're safe, but that can be stressful as well because of that dissatisfaction because you're not growing because you're not challenging and stretching yourself but by stretching yourself out of your comfort zone and doing the seeing the results and then repeating it doing stepping out again and by doing this you will start to feel more confident that don't stretch yourself too far out of your comfort zone into your distress zone because that will be too stressful but just challenge yourself to step out a bit out of your comfort zone do something that just stretches you feel slightly uncomfortable um, and go ahead and do it and then once you've done it reflect on how how it went and then do something else again that challenges you and stretches you so try and see how you get on. And procrastinating because of fear is a coping mechanism for some people and it may have served them for years or they think it served them for years. But the danger with this is that they stay as they are in dissatisfying situations. And if this is you, address the fear and you will get a different outcome. So thank you for listening and I hope you have a good Christmas and New Year if you celebrate it. And if you don't celebrate it, I hope you enjoy the festive season and I will see you in 2022. And if you're looking to increase your confidence, influence and impact in 2022, Um, then go to my website, aboundingsolutions.com, and complete my Confidence, Influence and Impact Assessment for Introverted Women Who Are Senior Leaders. And that will give you some ideas about the areas that you can focus on and develop. And if you're not part of my High Achieving Introverted Women community, then do find us on Facebook, the High Achieving Introverted Women Facebook group, or on LinkedIn, The High Achieving, Introverted Senior Women LinkedIn Group. And that is for introverted women who are senior leaders. So, until the next time. Bye.